Welcome to the Melanated and Cultivated Podcast. My name is Anissa. If you are a new listener, thanks for coming. And if you are a returning listener, then thank you for sticking with me. So today I talk a little bit about dreams and some dreams that have been so vivid and significant to me that they have stayed with me. So if you are interested, then just keep listening. So I give off an extremely heavy Pisces energy if you're into astrology, I know I am. One of the things about Pisces is that we are dreamers and dreams are like the universal human experience. It's kind of our way to interpret or to delve into our unconscious mind. So dreams have always been important to me. I consider myself to have a colorful imagination and I think that I've had a lot of practice. As a person who has daydreamed a lot, especially as a child, um, I use daydreaming as a way to cope with the things that I felt like I couldn't accept um, in my reality. One memory that sticks out to me is I had to have been about um, seven or eight, maybe. I was in the second or third grade, I'm I'm not really sure. Um, I just know that we were staying at my grandmother's house There weren't many ways for us to entertain ourselves, especially like when you ain't got money like that. So I used to read a lot or me and my siblings would go outside and play with the other kids. But in general, we just had to get creative with our entertainment. But one of the things that I used to do was I would take this big brown recliner chair that we had in our room that was in the corner and I'd turn it so that it was facing the corner and I'd sit in it. And I just closed my eyes and I would just dream. And I had did it for so long that it's just like I had created this alternate world that I could just close my eyes and just go into where things were the way that I wanted them to be and people were the way that I wanted them to be. As a person who have has always like loved knowledge, um, I had exposed myself to a lot of harsh realities as a kid early on with the books that I was reading and things of that sort so I did find myself to have a heavy heart very early on and daydreaming helped me a lot I have these memories that I remember so vividly that I find a sense of comfort in thinking about them but they're not real. I have this memory of me and my dad and me and my dad aren't very close now. I did consider myself like a daddy's girl when I was younger, but I think that I kind of just grew out of it with some of the feelings that I've had towards my dad. Because I started to feel some type of distance and I didn't have the closeness that I've always wanted with my father, I have this memory of him. We were in this baby blue Cadillac and we were driving on Broadway and we was listening to some artists like, it had to have been like Plies or Rick Ross because my dad like, he used to listen to them heavy around that time. And I just remember there being speakers in the trunk and the speakers were so loud and the bass was so loud that you could just hear it in your chest. And the sun like was setting so it was like golden and we were just laughing and rapping and singing together. And it's a memory that I have of my father that I think of when I want to feel some type of comfort, but I know it's not real. I know that I had imagined that to make me feel comfort. So 
I, I don't really know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I do know that that's an example of memories that I have of people of this alternate world that I have created because I didn't want to accept the people or the the lack of a standard of the people that were in my life um, at the time. So that's like an example, one of the example of the ways that I feel like as a child that I would soothe myself. I think that's how I truly started to get into my hermit mode where I prefer to be by myself. I prefer to be alone. Honestly, even though I was alone, I never really felt alone because of these memories that I've had because of this world that I, I had created. And I think that as a child, that's acceptable. But coming into my adulthood as a 22 year old, it's kind of created this confusion on what's real and what's not and whether or not reality is something that I even want to be in. I think for so long, I've always felt this disconnect from reality because um, I had decided that this world just wasn't good enough for me. It just wasn't good enough for the child me. And I don't really know what else to say about it. Like, I kind of just... <laughs> I think that that kind of started like the significance of dreams and the significance of allowing my mind to wander. But it kind of taught me that I can't let my mind wander too far as well because then you just start to become lost and you start to question everything. You start to question your existence, our existence as people. And it kind of stirred me away from just feeling present but one thing that has helped me into transitioning out of these coping mechanisms that I have developed as a child that would kind of harm me um, as I'm coming into adulthood is allowing my dreams to interpret what it is that I'm feeling at my core. I can recount a few dreams that I've had that have been in a way, a segue into a healing process for me. So for this example of a dream that meant a lot to me, I'm gonna use, it's gonna kinda go back to like my relationship with my dad. There was a dream that I had probably March of 2020. It was around the time of my birthday. Let me set the tone for you. I was in this really dark house. It had to have been like thunderstorming out because it was just very dreary and dark. It was just me alone in a really dark house. And I was very frantic because I was running to make sure that all of the doors, the windows were locked. So I was walking around the living room to make sure that the house was secure, I guess, for me to go to sleep. So as I'm standing in the middle, I'm standing in some type of walkway, which is connecting me from, well, separating me from the living room and the front door. So I had just went to lock the front door. I looked towards it just to make sure that I had locked it properly. But I looked and the door was unlocked. So I felt like panic come over me. I ran to the door to lock it. And as I'm running to lock it, once I reach the deadbolt to turn it, someone tries to barge in and it's like a dark figure and their voice is very deep and loud and they just keep saying over and over again, let me in. And they just start banging on the door and trying to reach for the doorknob. And as I push and pull my weight on it, 
I end up locking the door and I'm backing away from it as the person is banging on it and just yelling. And then I jumped up out of my sleep. That dream had kind of bothered me for a minute because I wondered if it meant something more. And so I came to the conclusion that the house that I was in signified my personal space and the person trying to force their way in is anybody that I have ever cared about really. Looking at my relationships with people and some relationships that I feel like have fell off, anytime someone wants to be in my life or in my space, I interpret it as an invasion of privacy or someone trying to force their way into my life. That made me think that this dream in general had to do with trust issues and the fear that people aren't who they say that they are. I think that that first feeling of deceit or having trusted someone and them disappointing you was my father. And I haven't really realized that I, I could never or not even could, but I never got over or I never even acknowledged to get over it. Having that dream and realizing that I almost by nature shut people out due to the fear of them deceiving me with their actions or their morality, it has been a an eye-opener to me. And I think that I, I wouldn't have ever thought that if I wouldn't have had that dream and it was kind of weird how everything had played out because after I had that dream there ended up being this situation with my brother and my dad and I had ended up you know kind of being honest with my dad for once in my life and kind of telling him um, some issues that I had had with him about the way that we were raised or not even the way that we were raised specifically with the relationship with him and my little brother and just the the lack of sincerity and just care in that discussion with my father had kind of opened my eyes to the type of person that I was really dealing with outside of what I had hoped you know based off of these memories and stuff that I had chosen to formulate with him and um it was during that time that I kind of mourned and grieved my father in a way not as if he was gone but in the way of letting go of this idea of the type of father that I hope to have going through that healing process was detrimental to me and my mental health and um that dream definitely helped <laughs> All right, so that's all I have for you today. Thank you for listening. And if you need to contact me for any reason, you can contact me by email at melanatedandcultivated at gmail or you can hit me up on my Instagram, which is Sable Potency.